The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Never FDIC. Welcome into the Friday, August 16th edition. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We'll take your phone calls this hour. 877-420-TALK. That's right. 877-420-8255. Brought to you by Miller Lite this hour. Miller Lite, great taste. It's less filling. It's only 96 calories. It is the original light beer. How's it feel? We're just a couple weeks away. Football season's almost upon us. And uh, I was really feeling it last night because I was not watching the Bengals game. Yes, that's right. If I wanted to watch it, I had to wait till 4 a.m. to watch it. So I'm sitting, listening to the game. Of course, we carry the Bengals right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. And also on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. I'm listening to the game last night. I am watching in delay the highlights they were doing. Sort of the NFL Network Red Zone type channel, almost. They were doing live look-ins. They weren't doing it as effectively as it's been done. But it was good enough. So I'm watching that. I didn't even watch the game on ESPN last night. I just watched the NFL Network, watched a little bit of their pseudo-game day footage. They weren't even doing live look-ins on some of the games. They were like, okay, here's a look-in. And it wasn't tight as far as the highlights were concerned. It was basically, okay, let's just show a chunk of the game right before they score. And then, okay, we're going to do a live look-in here. Okay, let's go to this game, and we'll just show you uh, a few minutes before they score. No, just show me the highlights of when they score. That's the whole point. Of the red zone, I want to know – Unless you're just flipping right away to the score, give me give me live game play, and then when somebody gets in the red zone, give me that. Now, of course, we're talking exhibition, preseason, whatever you want to call it. None of these games really matter. So Andy Dalton throwing a pick, that doesn't matter because it's preseason. We're talking practice here, complete and utter practice. Of course, preseason continues, and uh, I still haven't, I still haven't made a decision yet how I feel about this Bengals team. One way or another, I just don't have a feel yet for them because it's practice. It is. It's 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 practice. It's not game situation. You're not putting your team out there in true game situation because you know. I mean. Guys are trying to win a spot, so there are some guys playing hard, and you can see that. But at the end of the day, it's practice. But yet I watched it as much as I could watching the game day because it's NFL football. That was that was my day yesterday. Now, today we're going to get into um, where the herd ranks because there is sort of a, a top ten for group of five. USA Today. Now, yesterday we talked about AP. AP came out with a story, and, of course, they were picking schools that are uh, standouts, teams you should watch out for. 
Central Florida is everybody's pick as the group of five, the top team in the group of five. Okay, that's going to be consistent. Marshall getting some uh, attention from the AP story. And then USA Today comes out, and they, they're evaluating the group of five. They have sort of a top ten, sort of a ranking. And I'm just going to tell you this right now before we go into it, and uh, we'll get your phone calls in as well. Marshall did not make the cut. Marshall did not even make the uh, outside-looking-in vote. Yeah. Marshall is um, not even ahead of, say, I'll just give you the te- Here's the teams that missed the cut. I'm not even going to go into the top ten yet. I'll give you the teams that missed the cut. Um, BYU, Alabama-Birmingham. That's right, Alabama-Birmingham, Houston, Air Force, and Toledo. These are the teams that just missed the cut. Now, if you want to argue Marshall better or worse than Toledo, I like my chances. I'll take Marshall in that matchup. I like my chances. If it was Marshall versus Toledo tomorrow, I'll take the herd. Marshall Air Force, that'd be a fun game to watch. I'm not going to declare a winner, but I would like to watch that game. Same with Houston. I'm not going to declare a winner, but I would like to win that game if I'm a Herd fan, and I would like to see it. Marshall versus Alabama-Birmingham. You know them, UAB. I'm taking I'm taking the Herd in that one. So, Marshall, if I'm a betting man, I'm taking them against Toledo and, and Alabama-Birmingham. That's how they have them listed. I know, it's UAB, but still. Alabama-Birmingham. And then Brigham Young. Maybe I take the herd there, too. I know, this isn't the most objective discussion when it comes to uh, if, if you had to pick a team, which team would you take? And again, um, we're, we're not even week one. But... I would have had Marshall in that list, right? You would think Marshall would have been in this list. Right? The Thundering Herd? One to watch? Team that's picked to win the East Division Conference USA? Not in this list? We'll talk about this. I'm going to go down the list for you, and, and we'll we'll get your thoughts on it at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. So we'll break it down. I'll go from... 10 to 1. I'll give you a hint. One is easily expected. 10 will surprise you, maybe. Maybe it will surprise you. And the rest we'll talk about. So that's what we've got coming up. Your phone calls as well, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. We've got more on the way. Your phone calls and this breakdown of these top 10 group of five. And the herd's not listed. We'll debate it when we continue with today's edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Don't worry. Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.
We are here until 6 o'clock taking your phone calls, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255 to be a part of the Miller Lite phone lines. Miller Lite, whole true, great taste, only 96 calories. It is the original light beer. Welcome into the Friday edition of The Drive, presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank here on ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930. So I talked a little bit about this I don't want to call it a top 10 for the group of five because really all it is is just um, sort of a breakdown of where certain experts or at least people think. And we're all giving predictions and analysis right now. Nobody's played a game yet. But this is the power rankings. This is what USA Today is calling it, their group of five preseason power rankings. And here's what they're doing. They have um, put this list together. They've got three group of five teams that have a case for the preseason top 25. Um, you've got Boise State on this list. Boise State's on this list, so right away, that's something that Marshall should go out and hunt. Go out and hunt Boise State when you play that game because – you get something out of that. If they're going to be a top 25 team, preseason top 25 team, and you go and get them, I'm not saying that you're going to take their spot, but you're going to put a little feather in your cap. So you go get them. And as we talked about yesterday, at least with what the AP was saying, the teams to watch out for, Marshall's got them all on the schedule. Ohio, Cincinnati, Boise State, those are teams to watch out for in their respective conferences. And let's just say Boise State wins their conference. Ohio wins their conference. Cincinnati wins their conference. Marshall beats all three of them, takes care of business in Conference USA, and wins the title in Conference USA. And then you hope that maybe a Central Florida stumbles somewhere. Marshall all of a sudden has a legitimate argument. Now, a lot of things still have to happen, though. I don't know if that would be enough. But now we're ranking the group of five teams. We're doing our own. And this doesn't matter because once the selection committee comes out with their weekly rankings, none of this really matters. But here we go. I told you I'd rank them 10 to 1. You know the 1. You don't know the 10. And we'll start with 10, and that is North Texas. North Texas, um, they are 10th in this power list. Here's what they said about North Texas. Uh, they, they point out the fact that North Texas lost their offensive coordinator, their coordinator to Southern California, uh, but going to be really good because of Mason Fine. I think that's what a lot of people are talking about. When I mean, you look at Conference USA, right now the guy that's getting the most pub is Mason Fine when it comes to the quarterbacks. He is considered one of the top pure passers in the bowl subdivision. And the big knock on North Texas is they've got to improve defending the pass. But if they can do that, they could be in at least this poll's mind, or at least this author's mind, they could be the Conference USA favorite for a New Year's Six game. Okay, so North Texas at 10, 
Then you've got Fresno State at 9. Fresno State. So right now you've got Conference USA at 10. Mountain West in at number 9 with Fresno State. I don't know how long they would be on this list. This isn't expected to be their year. But again, Marshall did not make the cut in the just missing out. And Marshall's not on this list. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm not even going to tease that. Marshall's not on this list. So now, we go to number eight on the survey. Number eight. And that is uh, considered to be owner of that spot, Memphis. Here's a a trend here. You've got uh, Mountain West. You've got... um, Get American. So Memphis is um, a team that is considered to have the ability to win the American and reach New Year's Six. So they're sitting at number eight. And then um, here's a team that's on the herd schedule that is on this list that is considered to be better than the herd, at least going by this, is Ohio at number seven. Yeah, that's right, Ohio. Ohio's on the list, Marshall's not. Ohio is considered to be the preseason favorite and what is considered to be an unpredictable Mid-American Conference. And Nathan Rourke, the quarterback, he's the guy that gets a lot of the attention. And he's considered to be an overlooked dual-threat passer. The knock on Ohio is they've got to find some answers in the backfield and on the offensive line. This could be, though, this could be the year that Ohio... A lot of people are talking about Ohio winning a MAC title. Marshall hasn't won a Conference USA title in a while. Ohio hasn't won a MAC title in a long while. I don't think I was even alive the last time Ohio won a MAC title. A lot of you weren't alive when Ohio won their last title. So Frank Solich, who is a hell of a coach, by the way. He's doing a lot with what he has, and if he had more, he probably could do more. But this could be the year Ohio could rise and ascend to the top of the Mid-American Conference. Now, Ohio's on Marshall's schedule. So if Marshall beats Ohio, that's considered a good win, or at least uh, that would be Marshall taking care of business in the group of five. Marshall's also got to take care of business against Cincinnati. They're sixth on this power list. They are considered to be a program on the rise because Luke Fickle, his name is the reason why Ohio, or at least um, Cincinnati part of Ohio, is getting some attention. And this is a team that, at least according to some, including the writer and the author of this uh, this top 25 uh, tees with these power 10 rankings of the uh, group of five. This is a Cincinnati team that could beat UCF at home. They could beat UCF. So what if you put into this formula, Marshall beats Boise State, Marshall beats Ohio, and then Marshall can beat Cincinnati. That then beats Central Florida. So then you would have, if it all plays out 
the right way. You have Marshall with a win over the team that beats Central Florida. So that means Marshall's better than Central Florida, right? No, it doesn't work that way. But I'm playing it up that way. I'm playing it up, and I'm bringing it up in every discussion. And I'm acknowledging the fact that, no, it doesn't mean Marshall's better than Central Florida, but it does mean that the team that beat Central Florida got beat by Marshall. So, by my logic, leapsfrogging them both. Jumping them both. Now, here's what they said about Cincinnati. They could win the East Division of the American Athletic. They said that the schedule as a whole is unkind. And they have on their schedule as games of, of note, UCLA and Ohio State to open the season. Okay, so those are going to be tough. And they've got Houston and Memphis in crossover games from the West Division. So Houston and Memphis, which are also considered to be tough teams, watch out for, those are considered opponents that are going to be tough for Cincinnati and UCLA and Ohio State. No mention of Marshall. Not a word about Marshall. There's not a a single line that has Marshall in it in any part of this. So Cincinnati, Ohio, 6-7 and respectively. Then you've got San Diego State. Here's San Diego State coming in at number 5. They are considered um, a good running game team. They've got a, a strong physicality about them. They've got an aggressive defense. This is what is um, said about them. And then we go to number four, Appalachian State. Appalachian State's in the Sun Belt. Former Southern Conference foe of the Marshall Thundering Herd. Appalachian State in the Sun Belt is considered number four in these power rankings of group of five teams. They're an outside-looking-in team as far as top 25 consideration. The knock on them, a little less experience on defense. Offense comes back with nine starters. However... This is a a team that is expected to be consistent. And they're going to put up a lot of yards, score a lot of points. So Appalachian State is sticking around at uh, number four. Now that leaves me to the top three. And you got to wait for that. We'll come back and uh, we'll break down the top three. Then we'll get your phone calls in as we continue with the Friday edition of The Drive. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, this is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 for Friday, August 16th. And if you miss any part of the program, you can always find us on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. Heck, we're wherever you get podcasts, and I know that's a, that's a generic term, but you can always get the show on demand, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcast. And, of course, if there's some place where you like to get your podcast and you don't find the show, 
let me know by finding me on social media. I'm at Paul Swan on Twitter. And, of course, you can join our Facebook page by searching The Drive with Paul Swan. So we've been talking about the Group of Five Power Index, uh, if that's what we're calling it anyway. This is USA Today. Now, yesterday we talked about Marshall being in a list, according to at least one sports writer from the Associated Press. Uh, Marshall was in a list of Group of Five standouts. Criteria might be a little different here according to USA Today, because Marshall didn't even make the cut when it came to missing out on the top ten. Toledo, Air Force, Houston, Alabama, Birmingham, and Brigham Young. These are the teams on the outside looking in. So Marshall's not even considered to be in the top 15. The top 15 of the group of five. Marshall's got a schedule, again, loaded at least with the powers of the group of five, not Central Florida, but Cincinnati, who is considered to be a major contender for the American Athletic. You've got Ohio, considered to be a contender for the Mid-American. And, of course, you've got Boise State. Boise State's just a contender for, well, anything and everything that they put their mind to. So you've got those teams that are making the cut, at least to the Associated Press's eyeball test. And this Power Five Thing. Now that we have to um, try to get a team every year to get to an access bowl so you can prove that the group of five is just as good or at least there's some good football here, uh, it's gotten to the point now where you have your own index of the group of five schools. And I'll, I'll give you the teams again. If you just joined us, you, you heard the teams that just missed the cut. Toledo, Air Force, Houston, Alabama, Birmingham, Brigham Young. North Texas came in at number 10. Fresno State came in at number 9. And uh, at number 8 was Memphis. Ohio, Marshall's schedule mate, number 7. Cincinnati's number 6. Again, Marshall has a game with them. San Diego came in at number 5. Appalachian State, the darling, the darling of the Sun Belt, comes in at number 4. And so where do we go for number three? Well, that's Boise State. So three teams that Marshall plays this year are on this preseason power rankings. What did they say about Boise State that we haven't already? They've got, they've got to figure out quarterback. They've got to figure out who's going to replace the quarterback position. Running back, and they're pretty loaded elsewhere. They've got a solid defense, should be the best in the Mountain West, and one of the best in the entire group of five. This is a team that's a contender for a January Bowl. I think that's fair to say. Boise State's going to be a contender every year for a January Bowl. Marshall's got them on that schedule. So already you've got Boise State, Ohio, and Cincinnati in that order, and if you beat Boise State, people notice you. Pay, people pay attention. You know, the proverbial people. They pay attention to you. And then you got Ohio. If you beat Ohio, okay, that's going to register somewhere if Ohio is going to be as good as thought to be. And then you beat Cincinnati, a team that's a contender for the American. But then Boise State's got to go on and win, be a contender for their conference champion. You've got to have Ohio go on and win, be a conference champion contender. 
And you've got to have Cincinnati go on and be a conference champion contender. And you know it would be nice if uh, Cincinnati would beat Central Florida. Roll all that in. And there you go. You've got a recipe for success. Heck, VMI, hope they run the table outside of Marshall. They go and win the Southern. Wouldn't that be something? Uh, that's not happening. But So, pretty good schedule, right? If, if you are to believe this, Marshall's got a pretty good schedule. Marshall could also start off 1-3. What's more realistic? 4-0, 3-1, 2-2, one and three. What's more realistic? That's that's an interesting question. You can answer that by hitting me up on Twitter at Paul Swan, or you can join the program by calling 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255 to be a part of the Miller Lite phone line. So who's number two on this list? Well, it's Army. Army's on this list, and they're considered to have only one game on their schedule that's a loss. That's a, it's a guaranteed loss. And that's Michigan. And you know what? And I'm with the writer as well. That not necessarily could be the case. Army could beat Michigan. Army could beat Michigan and then all of Ohio and everyone else who's in a, uh, a Big Ten hating Michigan mood will roll over because Army, a team that is getting consideration for your top 25, a team that could make a an impact. Yeah, Army. Army, a former traditional college football power. Still a college football tradition. They're just not a power. Because just the fact alone that if you go to Army, it's a whole different commitment. You're committing a different level. So I love Army. I love watching Army. I love Army football. And Army is all of a sudden a team we talk about. Because there's a possibility that Army could be in the conversation for, I mean, what if Army was in the conversation for a New Year's Six game? What if, what if that really happened? What if they have to make some decisions and go, whoa, we, we could play a New Year's Six game. If you're Army, yeah. Wouldn't that be fun? That would, be, that would make college football right in my mind just for a season to have a traditional college football program. I mean, it was Army. They made movies about Army. They don't make them the way they used to as far as college football movies are concerned, but when they were making them, they are making movies and Army was in it. I mean, that's, um, that's a traditional school right there. I love Army. And I, I have a lot of nice things to say about Army. And then the, the team that everyone thinks is going to be the team leading the way, and again, AP... And their story, they had Central Florida up there. And here they are again in the USA Today story. Central Florida considered to be the best team of the group of five. And they're at the point now where they, they can lose a quarterback and they're still good. So you've got a Notre Dame transfer coming in. And 
you have a team that is considered to have enough talent to win another conference title, and they're going to be right at the doorstep, according to the story, as everyone else is saying in their reports and in their previews. This is a team that could be right there once again for an access bowl bid. And if there's ever a land grab again for, for schools, if there's ever a land grab, Central Florida, if they can keep getting access bowl bids and they can win, not just get there, but win, they're sitting pretty. They could, could they end up one day moving up to where they ultimately believe they should be? I can remember talking to these fans. 20-some years ago, at least 20-some years ago, miss more than that, talking to these fans, and this was their aspiration then. I'm, I'm talking when you had to have knowledge to get on the Internet. Back in the day, you actually had to have the intelligence to get on the Internet and to communicate with, with, with sports fans. You had to have skill. Or at least some understanding. Or you could just buy AOL. You could subscribe to AOL, which introduced the internet to a lot of people. But I'm talking, I'm talking CompuServe, Prodigy. You don't know what CompuServe is. Gabriel Sellers, our producer, who you're like what? You're just now 20? What are you? You're you're now 20. I know you're 22? 20. Okay. I had it right the first time. You're just now 20. What do you know about CompuServe and Prodigy? What you've read in history books? Twenty years old. You don't. No, you don't know. Get on message boards back in the day, and you would talk to these fans. It was cool. It was fun because they weren't um, they weren't the fans they are now. And I'll just leave it at that. The, the fans I did talk to, they were they were fun and. This is what they – they had aspirations. They knew that they had something where they could just get this thing rolling. They had a large alumni base, a great location, a growing university. It's, it's huge. I mean, it's almost perfect situation, and here they are. Access Bowl contenders considered to be the best of the group of five, probably the most likely team to move up if there is another reorganization a shift once again. They've got some serious potential there. I, mean, I th- think Boise's got some potential as well, but I think geography plays against Boise more so than it does for Central Florida. I just don't know where you put them. Since we're, we're kind of breaking away a little bit from the original thought here, where do they go? Where do you branch them off to? Are they an ACC team? Are they a Big Ten team? No, are they an SEC team? I, I don't think you put them in the. I don't think you put them in the SEC. I mean, where would you put them? I wouldn't put them in the Big Twelve. Just it's geographically nuts as it is. I mean, the reason West Virginia is in the Big Twelve because it was the smartest decision that that program could make in the wake of what was happening to the Big East. I mean, it was a tremendous maneuver to get them out of the situation that a lot of teams are in now. I mean, look at Cincinnati. Look at Cincinnati. That's a team that has uh, high hopes and aspirations, and uh, they are stuck. 
who's taking Cincinnati? It's the Big 12 calling up and say, hey, Cincinnati? I mean, there were talks about it. But right now, the only team that has any major, major hope moving up is this team, Central Florida, and they are doing it by winning. They've got the resources. They've got the location. They've got the alumni base. What's not the like if you are trying to put together a, a football program? What's not the like? And they're going to do it way better than, say, Florida Atlantic or FIU. They're going to do it way better. This is a team that was uh, Marshall was beating uh, in the MAC, and then you you get them in Conference USA, and uh, the, the, it just flipped. And now look at them. So there it is, USA Today Group of Five preseason power rankings, with Central Florida leading the way. Central Florida. Not on the herd schedule, but Boise State third on the herd schedule. Also on the herd schedule is Cincinnati at six, Ohio at seven, and then a team that Marshall could face is North Texas. They are tenth outside looking in, Alabama, Birmingham. Now, I gave you the top ten, but here's where they're ranked overall because um, here's what they have uh, done. They have projected a regular season record, and uh, they've got their um, their USA Today sports summer rankings of the bowl subdivision. So Central Florida's predicted to go 10-2, and two, and their uh, summer ranking is 14. Army is uh, ranked 18th, and they're predicted to go 10-2. and two. Boise State's ranked 24, and they are predicted 10-2 and two record-wise. Appalachian State's predicted to go 10-2 and with a 31 ranking overall. San Diego State, 32 ranking overall, predicted to go 9-3. and Cincinnati's picked to go 8-4 and with a 35 ranking overall. Ohio's picked 9-3 and with a 37 overall record, or I'm sorry, uh, ranking. Memphis, 9-3, and and they're picked 40th overall. Fresno State, 42nd overall, 8-4 projected record. North Texas, 44th overall with an 8-4 and four projected record. So if North Texas is 44th, the teams that missed the cut, Toledo was overall picked 46, and these, uh, again, everybody's got their own rankings. Take it with a grain of salt. Air Force comes in at 49th. Houston, 50th. Alabama, Birmingham at 52. That's where they've got them. So Marshall's not even in the top 50. And rankings, uh, that's to be expected. Brigham Young, 55. You agree? Disagree? Comments online at Paul Swan, Twitter, Facebook, The Drive with Paul Swan. Find me both places, and uh, I want to hear your thoughts on this. We'll wrap up the show when we continue with today's edition here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930, presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We are presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Paul Swan, your host for today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. As always, uh, during football season, you can reach us on the Miller Lite phone line, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Miller Lite, hold true, great taste, only 96 calories. 
It is the original white beer now. Don't forget, if you're listening to the show on the podcast, you can always find me on demand at Paul Swan on Twitter. Also, you can find the show on Facebook by searching The Drive with Paul Swan. And you know where you're at. You know where you get your podcast from. But, hey, say you're listening, you, you missed something, you want to go back and hear it, or I said something that you just have to share with one of your friends. You need to know where to find the show, and it's on Apple Podcasts, and also you can find us on Spotify. And I was told that Spotify is where it's at. Not Apple Podcasts. Spotify is where it's at when it comes to getting podcasts these days. Now, of course, Spotify is where it's at when you want to get your music, but you can get the podcast there as well. So I uh, appreciate everyone who downloads the show, and if uh, you do enjoy the show, don't forget, please leave me some feedback. Uh, please, it helps. It's uh, great to, to get that feedback from you. Also, uh, if you are able to rate the show, drop us five stars, especially on Apple Podcasts. Uh, I was told, though, that the older peoples, this is, uh, again, this is according to uh, my limited, very narrow-focused Twitter survey. Uh, the, the older peoples are the ones who, to go to Spotify, actually. I mean, that, that was the conversation. I mean, we got some, like, in some marketing conversations here yesterday on Twitter. And, of course, uh, the um, Android device is where it's at. I, of course, rock the iPhone. Uh, don't give me that Android better than you are. Look, Gabriel Sellard's show producer is, um, I didn't ask your opinion about the Android phone. I mean, what is that? Um, what is that? A uh, a Galaxy 3? What is that? Uh, what do you have there? Um, Droid? Yeah. What do you got? You got a Note? You got a, uh, I mean, that phone does even work? What do you have there? I don't care. You don't even know what phone you have. It's just a phone. Yeah. Apparently, um, I walked into it years ago when I came to the uh, office and I started working here for the first time. Uh, I walked into a war that uh, I didn't know that I was uh, not only walking into that uh, I had already chosen a side because apparently, you remember Greg Perry? My, my guy from then the Herd Insider? My guy. Huge Apple guy. Huge. To the point that there were battle lines drawn in this office. It was like a cold war between uh, half the building that used non-Apple products and then Greg Perry and his Apple empire. We have an entire corner that's just technically... uh, The technology in one corner of this building is all Apple. And then the rest of the technology in the building is Windows-based. But there's this one corner in our office. It's all Apple-based. And that corner is dark right now. It is. It's like a monument. There's like a, It's a monument. The corner of our office, I'm going to put like a cardboard standee of Woody Woodrum. Used to be co-host of, uh, of the show, Four Name Changes Back, it feels like. We should put a standee over here because he, he was in that uh, cult of Mac. Um, of course, I, I do have a MacBook. It's uh, several years old, so if you'd like to contribute to the um, fund to get me a new one, I would appreciate that. That's going to do it for this edition of the show. Uh, I want to thank Gabriel Sellers for sticking around, having a little fun with us on this Friday. Don't forget, uh, 
All things Marshall, you want to hit me up with it at Paul Swan on Twitter. Also, you can join the Facebook page, The Drive with Paul Swan. And uh, there's also a group we're trying to grow there as well. So we've got several ways for uh, all of us just to get together and uh, start talking sports. We'll do it again on Monday. I'll be live at the Union Pub and Grill. For Gabriel, I'm Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in for today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington. This is your radio home for Pittsburgh Pirates baseball, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.